Jasmine, and this is my journal. So today I wanted to do a little story time, and I want to tell you guys about the time I almost got married. Well, I almost gave up everything to get married. Um, I've been proposed to a few times in my life, but I never legally married. Um, the first time when I was about 19, um, we just ended up breaking up maybe a year after that, so it never happened. Second time was um, with my ex, Kareem. Um, we were engaged to be married, but um, I already told the story on an earlier episode of what happened with that when he called that off. So <laughs> the third time is the story behind it. I don't know why this story was on my mind today, but I figured I'd share it. Um, it's actually like a, a supernatural experience. But so when I was about 13, 12, 13, maybe, I used to be a cheerleader for like little peewee football league. And we would go to like different fields and do the little cheers. And I remember one time, my best friend at the time, she was like, she she had a little boyfriend or a little boy she liked, and he had a best friend. So when we went to the other team, she was with me. We went to this other team to play at the field. And she did tell me, like, her little friend boyfriend would be there because his friend was playing football. Basically, it was like a whole bunch of teams playing. And his team, their teams were rivals, and they were playing. And anyhow, so we get up to the game. And I remember noticing this tall, skinny, chocolate boy just looking at me grinning from, like, ear to ear. <laughs> I'll never forget. So, you know, I was like, why that boy keep looking at me? But I ain't paid no attention to it. But anyhow, my they had the game. My friend ran into her little boyfriend, and he was like, hey, I want you to meet my friend. And he introduced me to his friend. We'll just call him Ron. And he introduced me to Ron and it was that skinny chocolate boy that was looking at me he was tall he was real slender he was real skinny he had these big old pink lips and he was like as chocolate as I am and we talked and we exchanged telephone numbers well I wasn't allowed to have boys call and he wasn't allowed to have girls call so we would like have to sneak and call each other just to talk on the phone, like he would call me when he go over his friend house, and I would call him when I would go over my friend house or whatnot. So we would just talk on the phone a lot. <laughs> so finally, we decided, you know, we were gonna be boyfriend and girlfriend, and we would always like see each other at the football fields, and we'll hang out, and he'll get me chips and snacks and stuff from the concession stands. It was like puppy love. So then, you know, we got to talking more. He was like, you know what, I wanted to. <laughs> I know y'all was fast, but. He was like, you don't want to take your virginity. So I was like, okay, yeah, you'll be the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened was I went over to my friend's house. And my friend actually lived um, right down the street from him in the city of Cincinnati. I was from the suburbs. So I had talked my mom and let me spend the night at my friend's house. And we went over to his house. And right when we was about to, I mean, his little thing was at my entrance. His mama came home. And he had to jump up. After that, he got put on punishment for, like, a very long time. I was able to run up out of there, but his mama knew I was there. To this day, that boy, that man's mother does not like me. Now, his dad loves me. We talk about boxing all day. His dad loves me. 
um actually when i had seen him years and years later we had went to dinner we went to dinner with his parents and he told his mom who i was she was like hmm and rolled her eyes i don't blame her i disrespected her house you know i was a kid then but anyhow so we remained friends but he disappeared for many years i had no idea what happened to him i did hear i did hear that he was involved in a lot of gang activity and you know we just kind of went our separate ways we didn't hear from each other no more but he always called me like his first love so years later i get this this weird request on facebook and it's this name i never heard before and this person gets in my inbox and he said jazz is this you this is jazz from from you know fp where i was from in cincinnati forest park and i was like yeah who was this and he said this is ronnie but it was under a fake page so the, oh my gosh where you been apparently he was this this gang member a high-ranking one at like a scary dude a scary dude and he had did some stuff and ended up in prison for almost 20 years and at the time when he had contacted me he was still in prison but he had access to a cell phone so every blue moon he would hit me up or you know or shoot me a message or call me from whatever hidden cell phone this was. And we would chat and stuff like that. So after a while, I st- we chatted like on and off for like a few years, but after that, I didn't hear from him no more. And then out the blue, he hit me up one day and he was like, I'm out. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, let's have dinner. So we get together and we hang out and we have a good time. Um, he had been out for a while. He had went to school. He got a degree. Um, he picked up a like a trade. He was working a good job. He had converted to Islam. He was just kind of living his life on a straight and narrow. He um, what 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 gang members do? He laid his flag down or whatever, and he was doing really good in life. You know, building a life for himself. So it was really good to see him. He was still chocolate. I know I love him chocolate. He had a beard. Yes. Very nice looking. And now since he was older, he wasn't that skinny boy no more. He had these big old muscles. And then he had a little bit of a belly. I like a little bit of a belly. So, yes, that man was just, he was looking scrumptious there. So we had dinner after that. We started hanging out and we got closer, like nasty closer. (laughs) He was good there too. Okay. So anyhow, one day we we were sitting down. (laughs) So one day we were sitting down and talking. And he was like, you know what? We've been, I've loved you since we were kids. You know, I know you love me because you've always had my back, you know, whenever we were in touch. We should get married. And I was like, all right, cool. I said, but you know, I'm not religious. And then he was like, well, do you believe in God? And I was like, you know, I believe in a creator or a most high or a higher power. He said, well, that's a start. And then, then he started laying down all these rules. He was like, well, you can't have any pets. I had a dog at the time. And I was like, well, all right, you know, me and my ex, um, Kareem, we kind of shared the dog. So I was like, well, he can go, he can go with Kareem. He said, you got to take all your pictures off the wall can't have any statues or idols and that's when we was kind of creeping into uncomfortable territory because you know i had an ancestral altar i got buddhas and statues all over my house 
matter of fact, he wouldn't even come in my house because of my spiritual work. Like it creeped him out. And he was like, yeah, you got to get rid of all of that. And then he was like, I said, well, what about the readings? He said, oh, you just stop doing those. He said, but don't worry, I'm going to take care of you. Um, I've been looking at some houses to buy. Um, you won't really have to work if you don't want to. But if you want to work, you can. And this and that and this and that. And, you know, I was like, you know what? This sounds really nice. I would like to be somebody's wife one day. But I would have to give up, like, all my spiritual work. Like, he was strictly against it. He was like, if I buy a house or build a house and you move in there, you ain't doing no psychic readings in my house. I'm just letting you know right now. So I was like, you know what? Maybe it's time for me to hang it up. You know, let me sacrifice some things, compromise. Let me sacrifice some things and, you know, maybe work towards being his wife. Maybe that's where my future is, you know. He's a good guy. I like him. He like me. We go way back. We know each other's families. Yeah. So I'm like really thinking about giving all this mediumship and all this stuff up. I was like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's do this. You know what I mean? So he was so happy. He was excited. He said, Oh, great, good. We gotta go tell 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 our parents and I I need to go talk to your dad. All this stuff. So this is all at dinner. Um, at we have a favorite spot that we would eat at. So I got up and go to the bathroom. And I'm using the bathroom and then all of a sudden I heard this voice. And I looked around and it was like there was nobody in there but me, but the voice sounded like it was somebody right next to me. And basically the voice told me like in so many words that I was giving up my purpose and I was not to do that. It was like, oh, you will not be, you're not giving up anything. So basically I heard this voice. It was like, it sounded more feminine, but it didn't. I can't explain how the voice sounded. It didn't sound male or female. It spoke very clearly and it had this strong echo to it. And it just sounded like it was somebody in a room with me, but there was nobody there. Of course, being a medium, I'm not a stranger to hearing voices and noises, but when I hear them, I usually hear them in the back of my mind. This sound was different. This was this felt like somebody or something was in the room with me having a conversation with me or in the bathroom while I was tinkling. And it was basically like, no, this is the you need to stay on path. You need to stay on um the word it used was you need to stay on mission. Like, I'm trying to kind of some type of secret agent or something like that. It was like, no, nah, you need to stay on mission. You need to stay on your path. You cannot deviate from your path. No. And I heard it clear as day. So I was like, okay, maybe I'm tripping. So I go out there and sit next to him. And I'm like, you know what? No, I, I, I can't. I can't give up what I believe in for you. And I explained to him, like, you wouldn't give up what you doing for me. You know what I mean? He's like, nah, I wouldn't. He said, but my way is the way. I study all these religions and spirituality and stuff. He he, he said that you probably talking to gems or demons. They're probably not even beloved ones and stuff like that. And he said, you can, there's other ways that you can help people and heal people, which I'm aware of that. He said, but you don't have to do it this way. So after that, like, um, he was very disappointed, but we remained friends. He was not happy with me. And to make, <laughs> to make it so bad, 
after that, I just, my, um, my, my relationship with males kind of shifted. I had woke up, this was like the beginning, this was like the beginning of August when I told him no. So about maybe August 28th, August 19th was when I started having dreams about the dream dude I would talk about all the time, who kind of manifested in my life earlier this year, January 2022nd, and then he manifested out of my life as quickly or whatever. But when I started having those dreams, something told me like, okay, Jazz, you need to work on yourself. So I just woke up and any man that I was talking to or dealing with, which I think at the time he was the only one I was really dealing with, but I was still talking to people and going on a date. I just cut everybody off. And I kind of went cold turkey without talking to somebody for like, maybe eight or nine months without doing anything, talking to anybody, nothing like that, you know. Um, and I just really started this path to working on myself and, um, you know, just kind of changing the way I view life, you know, and not acting, you know, I was, I was just, I was just out here. I was just crazy. I was out here. You know, I, I wasn't taking care of my spirit. I wasn't taking care of my mind. I wasn't taking care of my body. So it was just like, okay, it's time for you to like start respecting yourself, taking care of yourself and viewing yourself differently because you can't say you want something like you want a loyal partner or you want somebody that loves you if you're not acting upon or loving yourself. So I realized like, you know, I only love myself, but I want somebody else to come up in here and love me a certain way. So by that time, I started making a lot of changes and I started really directing towards doing more shadow work and working internally. And, and that I've been on that roller coaster since. Um, but I learned so much about myself and I learned that I had needed so much healing and I'm still healing. I'm still working on myself. I'm happy I went on that journey. I learned so many lessons. I'm still learning lessons, you know, but um, this healing journey is is well worth it. You know, a lot of childhood wounds and stuff and patterns and stuff like that, I had to really break and change and my whole perception had to change. And I'm happy on that journey, but I was called to do it. It was like that voice was like, nah, you ain't gonna marry him. You're gonna work on yourself and change now. So after that, um, we stayed cool. You know, he still wanted to sleep with me. And I was like, no, it was tempting, no. Cause <laughs> I was like, no, you know, I just, I never did again. And he called me one day and he told me he got married. And we had met at the park and we walked the talk. We had a great conversation. He got married, um, but he wasn't happy. And that marriage did not work. So shortly after he married, he divorced the one woman. He went and he married another woman. And this is all since 2019. So he got married twice within two years. But um, I talked to him recently. Um, he graduated college again. He moved down south and um, to Alabama and he married a nice woman. And he is very happy with his wife and his life down there. And we're still friends. But that was the story on how, much, how I almost gave everything up and got married and you know it had i did that things would have went wrong because for one i would have got married for the wrong reasons and for two i hadn't done the inner work and when you welcome somebody in your life like that and you add someone onto your life you gotta be right 
Like there are, that's why marriages, they're not working right now. They're not lasting because people are getting married for all the wrong reasons. They're not taking care of themselves. They're not loving on themselves. They're not healing wounds. They're not healing trauma. And what I was doing and what I had done my entire life was carried my trauma into every relationship I had. I was just carrying all this trauma with me. And I didn't realize that I was reenacting them in my relationships. So I had to fix me. And the thing is, like, even though I'm still fixing me and I'm still working on me right now in this state that I'm in, I am the happiest I've ever been. I'm just in this this great space. You know, I I've never felt so so bad so better. And even though um earlier this year I would say I had a painful ending with somebody I was connected with, and we're still friends too. I'm still friends with everybody, my ass. But you know, we still cool, but you know, it was a painful ending for me. You know, I still I still found joy in everything. I even found joy in that situation. It it was fun. I found so much joy in that. And I learned so many lessons in that. And I learned, I gained so much wisdom from that person. And uh, my friend Ronnie, he's always giving me wisdom. He, he, he's, he's, he's a Muslim and his studies, he, he always talks to me about their wisdom. And I learn a lot. You know, I love learning. I like, I like, I think I, I'm attracted to intellect. And that's just me. If you're intelligent or you're wise and you speak well and you like to talk about deep things, I like you, you know, I'm going to like you, especially if you're chocolate and bearded, I know, right? <laughs> Say no. But anyhow, um, this is the, this the best I ever felt. You know, I've traveled. I went places by myself. I've hung out with myself. I've hung out with my girls and loved on my friends and spending more time with my kids and you know, healing and getting better relationships with my kids. And I'm in a great space, you know. Now, if the time comes where I, if I do get married, let's be honest here, everybody don't get married. There ain't somebody out there for everybody. If, if I, if I do, I will be so happy to welcome somebody into my life to share my joy with me. And I share their joy with them. But if I don't, I'm still going to have a great life. I'm going to be like my cousin Sandy. Shit, she got a boyfriend in, in, in Jamaica, a boyfriend in China, a boyfriend in Ireland. I think, I don't know. She got, she had, she used to go on cruises and shoot their boyfriends and she was like 60. And she had a big old booty and she was cute and she chocolate. The women in my family are so beautiful. Side note, I'm going to be like Sandy. I'm going to have a boyfriend in every country. I'm just going to be traveling. Yeah. <laughs> like nah but thanks for tuning in to my story time i might hear stories i got some good stories but i feel like that story was profound um i heard that voice again recently but i will talk about that voice another time that voice is what led me to start this podcast and to kind of double back on another project that i'm working on that i hadn't announced yet So with that being said, peace, have a wonderful evening.